good evening and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Welcome back, everyone, to Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And we are going to talk about a little baby documentary that we found after we were wishing to find some new little documentary <laughs> um, a couple episodes ago when we were like, wouldn't it be fun if we found some behind the scenes that we'd never seen? And this is Suzanne. I got a, the upgraded new fire stick for Christmas, and so I was... Let me search Duran Duran, you know, because why not? And this random thing came up. It was called Backstage Pass, and it was filmed in 2016. But that's what the date is of the air date, October 20th, 2016. And it was when Duran Duran was at Bestival. So it's behind the scenes of Bestival in the UK. And Nick said specifically in the documentary, it's September 11th, and somebody said 2015, mm-hmm. the, the day Paper Gods was released. Okay, so I guess it came out the following came out, year. Yeah, it came out. So it, it kind of got lost. That's probably why we didn't see it. Yeah. But if our listeners want to go see it, go find 2B TV, look for Backstage Pass, and just search for Duran Duran. It's about 20 minutes long. Depending on the version you find, I think so. Jody might have seen I it. Found it was it like on 10 YouTube or 15 minutes on YouTube. Minutes and some stuff that we watched here wasn't on there. Wasn't on the one that I saw. So yeah. there are obviously multiple versions of this. Yeah. So, I mean, we just want to chat about it because how fun that we actually found some behind the scenes and it's behind the scenes from like current day Duran Duran. I love me some single silver, but you know, that's vintage Duran Duran. And this was fun to get a little snapshot to what it looks like today. I mean, this was last tour this is paper the very beginning of paper gods tour which then we had seen them in round Ra- and round rock <laughs> in red rocks a couple weeks probably after this literally it was yeah like, so that festival was on the september 11th yeah. and then red rocks was september 20th okay oh, yeah. so literally Just it was like over, the next week yeah so literally i like mean nine days. this is yeah, yeah within that period of time when they shot up the u.s charts <laughs> and we they were just kicking off an amazing, an amazing tour that we saw multiple dates on. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. We saw lots of paper gods. I think I've said even recently <laughs> to my husband, I should have been at that show. I should have been at that show. And he's like, don't regret. And I was like, shut up. I should have been at that show. <laughs> you should have been at that show. <laughs> I yeah, been sorry. Been at Red Rocks. Oh, I We're not even going to sugarcoat that. Oh, you should have been at Red Rocks. It was I magical. Know. I know. I know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess just to kick off our quick discussion about this, at the beginning of it, they're boarding a helicopter in London. Makes me nervous as hell. Me too. I'm like, <laughs> there needs to be a rule because, you know, y'all, I don't know if y'all know, like, the royal family. They can't all be on the same flying machine at the same time. Vice president, president. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, you know, even corporations, mm-hmm. they can't have all of the executive leadership. I'm like, all four of them <laughs> were with that pilot, that precious cargo. So I may plead to Duran Duran headquarters, maybe put in a rule <laughs> two and two because I don't know if something had happened to that helicopter yeah, it would have just been. I imagine game it was a, a a money deal. I know, <laughs> but still, I, yeah, yeah. I was just and like, I'm terrified of helicopters as it is. So just seeing one is kind of like my reaction to balloons. I don't like them. Have you so, ever been in either? 
I, I do not want to be. I've been no. in both of them. No. I no. prefer balloons to helicopters. Well, I don't mean hot air balloons. I mean balloons that you blow up. I do not like balloons. Oh, I thought you meant hot air balloons. No. no. <laughs> it's not even a traveling vessel. <laughs> she just I don't like balloons. Balloons or helicopters get away from me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> So she would have been terrified of my 50th birthday balloon. That's huge. Okay. Oh, probably. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, one of the aluminum ones are not the, the mylar ones. The mylar well, ones, smaller ones attached no, to no, that. No, no, don't like. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's glad funny. I, did, I didn't know that about you. I do not like balloons. Okay, no. or Absolutely helicopters. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, we're learning something new every we day. We are. Yeah. Had I, I decades-long live. friendship here. <laughs> and happy birthday to Stephanie, Woo! which is her birthday weekend. Yes. Fun times here next month. We have a couple more birthdays. Oh my gosh, coming yes. up. Yes, it's birthday season. It is around. birthday season. Except you know nobody can beat Deanna's fiftieth well, birthday week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Duran Duran will not yes. be playing three times in our city during my birthday week. So and they weren't this week. Just I know. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. But real fast. Little side note, they did yes. play on the David Bowie thing yesterday, tribute, yes. tribute yeah. on your birthday. So you got yes. some new music, at least from Simon and JT. Yes. And, um, yes, side note, can we talk about how fantastic that Let's Dance was performed by Simon and John? And it was so fun to watch, and they were so into it. Oh, they were so into and, it. And, <laughs> you know, we, we know that Simon has performed with, with Mike Arson's tribute to David Bowie before, and he's performed Let's Dance, but this was unique. It Even this performance was a little bit different in his vocal John's style is undeniable. We are so used to not only listening to the original version of Let's Dance, but we absolutely love Sheik's version yep. of Let's Dance. And uh, we love um, Jerry's take on the bass, who was our podcast guest in episode 17 of the podcast. Hi, and Jerry. So it was interesting to um, hear John's take on it, too, mm-hmm. which was which was fantastic, but a little bit different. And so yeah. now we've got all of our favorite artists <laughs> take on this fantastic classic David Bowie this, song. This particular song. And it was fun to watch. Yeah. 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 Um, I didn't pay to watch it this time, so I've only watched it in its entirety, like just that clip. And I don't know if I'm missing the fanfare from last year when we got five years and all five of five, all four of the band members were together. This was good. And I love Let's Dance. It's one of my favorite. That album is my favorite David Bowie album. But I don't know. There was something. John looked great. Simon sounded great. It, it's all good. But I, don't, I, I just don't feel it. Right I now. think last year we were hungry, super hungry, literally, yeah. because we hadn't heard anything from them during the entire pandemic. And this, to, to, if I recall, this was the first time they played anything together. And then they did it remotely. We it found out still, later yeah, that they it did it remotely, remote. but they were together, but remotely. So I think I, I agree with you, Jody. I think last year there was the anticipation of we haven't heard from them musically. You know, we heard Whoosh and we heard like the bass love. So we had mm-hmm. heard from mm-hmm. some of them and then in interviews, but we hadn't heard them play together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what that was, that True. we were just so excited about that. Well, and then also any time that, you know, if two of the two of the four are missing, yeah, well, that, we're, we're going to miss them that automatically. Be, that I think that's probably what yeah. it is because we're just so used to seeing them all together, all yeah. together. And so you just wish that Nick and Roger could have been a part of it. Um, and you know, for whatever logistic reasons, they were not able to do so. But it was still fantastic. Yeah, and, I need to clarify yeah. what I said too because I feel a little shallow in what I said. John looked great and Simon sounded good. No, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> They both sounded great. <laughs> and let's 
looks great as well, and we're having of fun. Course. Yes, of and course. having fun. Of course. Okay, okay. so yes. back to our backstage pass show that we just watched. So the helicopter took Festival. them there. They picked them up and they took them to I think was Nick calling it a city. There's like this is a different yeah, city. Multiple multiple cities, cities well, backstage. Festival is like on a different like it's almost like a, I think an island. It is on an island. Yeah. But but behind the scenes, it was interesting to see like they were in one section and then Simon and Nick went to visit Charlie XCX and she was in a different. I don't know if she was in the younger kids city or if she was in the more rock and roll section. I don't know, but he I was like, they're in a different like, city. Like ACL in different stages. Yeah. And, it's and they were in different stages. Yeah. to get around. Plus she was performing earlier, I believe, because they were the headliners. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so they went and they said hi to her and that was fun. And it was just interesting to see them in these little buildings. Cause you know, we've now been to ACL and we've been to big festivals and to kind of see some of the inner workings behind the big stages and behind the big crowd. I don't know. I found that interesting. What did y'all think? Doing interviews in a mobile the RV. Trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was kind of interesting. Yeah. And I think they handled it well. I thought that was good. I felt like it was heavy on Simon. Yeah. Maybe just because he made himself more visible. Got a little bit of Roger, a little bit of Nick, more John than the other two, and then Simon. Yes. Um, <laughs> but he's the front man. Yeah. Yeah. John seemed to be, he was always like, are you recording this? And does it have sound? And then later he's like, ha ha, you're getting this, aren't you? And <laughs> locked himself in the RV and couldn't yeah. get out. <laughs> it, it was an interesting look at behind the scenes in general. I don't even think just festival. Yeah. Um, but it's also been since who knows when that we've gotten this kind of look at what, what happens they do before. Behind yeah. And, yeah. And even like, the argument, which is kind of not an argument, but still was kind of with Wendy talking about save a prayer on and the set how list. on the set list and how apparently Nick thought maybe it shouldn't be in there because it wasn't ready and it was going to be a mess to try to fix. And John's just like, so it can play itself. And just watching that go down, you know, it happens every single night, like something like this happens and we don't see that part. Yeah. And, um, for the casual fan, so what? They don't care about that stuff anyway. But that's the stuff I like. And that's I, the stuff yes. I've always been interested in. I like the human element of that that gets up on stage and becomes the superstar. So And um, I love seeing them in the warm-up room. Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. seeing Roger and John and Simon Wilsprop, like, yeah. just jamming. Yeah. And they weren't even playing Duran songs. They were mm-hmm. just re- literally warming up their hands and their fingers and, you know, just getting ready to get out on the stage and play. And then they would, like, cut to Simon doing his vocal exercise and then come back to the yeah. rhythm section of the band warming up. I did feel a little sorry for Nick because it's like, does Nick get to warm up at all? Or he's our he so programmed. He to. doesn't need to. I, I would just be sitting in the rhythm section little trailer. Someone would let me in there. Oh yeah. Look like they were having <laughs> yeah. so much fun. You think? <laughs> It'd be a little crowded, Suzanne, in yeah. there. <laughs> I can play the tambourine. <laughs> I just want to be a fly on the wall. Not exactly. Yoko, but a fly on No. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. And then the family, when the family came, because this was a big show for them, mm-hmm. and that was also well, nice. Family. The LeBond family yeah. showed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, all, and Elliot was Amber. there. Well, Elliot was No, Amber there. was there. They showed her, like, she just wasn't, 
as I thought I saw her. No, no I didn't see we, Amber. Yeah, yeah Amber. she just Did didn't we? talk yes. to him when the okay. other girls were. And you okay. saw her dancing. They cut yeah. to her oh, in the beginning. that's right. There was some dancing. In the crowd. Yeah. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay. Yeah. So Yasmin and, and I was Yasmin and Amber dancing. Because when I saw her right. first, I didn't. Okay. Uh-huh. That was cute. Yeah, I very thought that was cute. super cute. All of the, um, the LeBron girls were there. Well, that was funny. And then Elliot was there with Roger, and he was shooting it. Taking photos. Yeah. Which I think I remember seeing those photos. I do, too. Yeah, and he's like... He's Roger's mini me. He's so cute. <laughs> Suzanne, he's yeah. quite young for you. That's okay. <laughs> I can still, you know, appreciate. She's very cute. Uh, age is just a number. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, Stephanie. What did you think? You were you were asking for some behind the scenes, and we found um, you we, some. As you know, and as Jody just pointed out, we love the whole how everything comes together and behind the scenes. I like the behind the scenes of basically anything. So yeah. any any aspect of a band, I'm interested in the behind the scenes. So I loved it. And Which is why Get Back is the greatest thing. Ever. Yeah. And to your point, um, to your point about it being like the beginning of Paper Gods, yeah. um, I think it was just more special. Just be, like you just pointed out, like we literally saw them nine days later. Yeah. Um, and so we know the experience just to know, just to watch that footage now, six years later and know, now know what was to come. That yeah. was a kick off of Paper Gods. And to know that w- what was going to come was going to be so incredible and so spectacular. It just gave me more of an appreciation of, you know, watching this six years later and saying, like, you don't even know, like, thinking to myself, you don't even know what's about to come in all the shows and the magic and everything that's going to happen um, related to this album and this tour. So I'm so um, just kind of going backwards. That moment in Pressure Off when there's a big explosive moment. Yes. That became my favorite part yes, of the show. Yes, and how yeah. we miss, we were just saying, like, even um, at ACL, we miss the miss confetti. The confetti. Yeah. Absolutely. We miss the confetti. Absolutely. It's just such a, I don't know, it's just, yeah. Miss the confetti. I miss Finding confetti weeks later. <laughs> I'm sure I yes. still have. I have purse. confetti still. Yes. Yes. I still have confetti from this tour. I do too. <laughs> I think I we do. all do. I do. We put it. We put it in I our put, special yeah. little yeah. box. Yes. 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 Yeah. Exactly. I saved it. And I think it was fun to see um, Jeffrey with the wardrobe and how they're yeah. like. Roger always sits in all the suits. <laughs> And as Jeffrey was like ironing everything, I guess he's like, yes, I have to iron it again. Because Roger sat on it. I was even hearing the little tidbit about the jacket. Yeah, yeah. And how iconic that jacket has become. <laughs> yeah. And um, that black jacket with the with the white kind of on the um, sleeve. Um, Leather with the quilted. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that jacket is so fantastic. Yeah. Jeffrey, I mean, his work is always amazing and never disappoints. So. And they were talking about how, well, Simon was saying in Jeffrey's honor, I guess, was Jeffrey makes something every day. And yeah. that jacket was one of the things, I guess. Yeah, can you imagine? I know. That jacket, that jacket is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching Project Runway like for days and days now, and I'm back to three seasons ago or something and they have to make things lickety split yeah. and that's Jeffrey's doing it even faster than they are and they're on the Andy's and he's on the road something like this like right? he was on, on the road, road. with exactly. his stuff that's yeah. fantastic yes he's really cool yes as a fashion merchandising major and 
you know, we all love fashion, but I'm just always fascinated by the how things, again, it's back to how things come together. And as someone who back in college would watch designers, you know, sketch something and see it from start to finish is always fascinating to me. Getting an idea, um, sketching it on a piece of paper, then picking out the fabric, you know, the muslin part of it. Um, and then you, the final product is always fascinating to me. So yeah, yeah. And it was just to me, it was fun just to see their dynamic amongst the guys too. This many years later, this many years to, later, to be able to compare it. Yeah. yeah, and they still have a they have a great rapport. They they seem like they genuinely like each other. So it's not like even like some bands where you feel like they're just kind of like forced together. I mean, they weren't, you know, I don't know. I, I got the feeling that, you know, they were having it. They were excited to be there because it's the first time they had done it. So they had that enthusiasm. And then, you know, Nick was taking his photos, which we'd love to see, like, I can't some wait of his for him behind to the scenes. That thing that he's been yeah. working on. <laughs> yeah. Um, to your point of them liking each other, it's so important because um, we've all known of bands that, you know, go to a venue. I used to work with someone in an organization who worked at the AT&T Center here. He told me about major bands that would arrive separately mm-hmm. to the yeah. venue. Yeah. They would have separate dressing rooms and then they would go on stage. And it was kind of an eye opening. And this has been years and years ago, but it was kind of eye opening to hear that at the time. And so I have that much more of an appreciation to watch them all travel together. Mm-hmm. Now, albeit we don't want them to all be in the same <laughs> um, situation like that, um, because knock on knock, literally knocking on this wood table, that nothing terrible or horrific would ever happen. To know that they actually hang out, to your point, in a dressing room together, yeah, and um, travel together, and probably have dinner together, says a lot. Simon said in the most recent uh, World Cafe on NPR that when they first started as a band, he was just the lead singer and they didn't hang out and they weren't necessarily friends. He was like, they weren't my friends. We were just in a band together. He said, but you go through this for this many years and you can't help but start thinking about these people as your family. And we, I mean, I laugh and we laugh about the John and Nick thing with the set list and whatever, but, and that's got to be one of those things that happens is I think Simon called it creative tension, which is what makes everything so great. Yeah. So I think that they keep the goal in mind, which is putting out great music. And they know that there's work to be done to keep that going. And it's that creative tension in that underlying family that they've created over 40 something years that keeps it going. So yes, I agree. I think it's really cool that it seems like they're still friendly and kind of like being together, hanging out with each other. But then uh, somebody was talking about, oh, John, in another interview, was talking about when the pandemic happened, they all went their own separate ways and didn't even talk to each other for like nine months. Yeah. And that's not something family does. So Mm. I think maybe they needed that break because now we're seeing the culmination of time apart, a global pandemic, grandparents are becoming grandparents and having grandkids in the house now, and these weird things that happened in that couple of years in their specific situation, nine months, that's kind of changed them a little bit. Yeah. And festivals different. I mean, what we saw in that documentary is a little bit different, but I think it's even more different and more familial now. And, you know, this is making me think um, when that 
they had that viewing party for anniversary with Allison Jackson. Mm-hmm. And I ended up watching Allison Jackson's Instagram live that her assistant was literally following her around while the recording was happening. So it was like, this was like an unofficial behind the scenes. Did y'all watch it? I think Dee and I were watching them like on our own. It was interesting because their rapport, this was like two months ago or three months ago. Their rapport is very similar to what we just watched on here. I mean, they were, they were nice to each other. They were kind of joking around, you know, Nick had some fabulous brooch on they had to talk about, but it was kind of funny because it was like, do they realize that her social media person is going on Instagram live? And it was just funny because it was really a fly on the wall. Like this was a legitimate documentary that we've just watched together where they reviewed it and everything, but it was just kind of funny to watch that. But in the same sense, the rapport was there and it wasn't like it was forced or anything. Mm -hmm. So that was a nice confirmation Mm -hmm. to me that they still appear to, you know, yeah. Like their coworkers, if you will, right, right, right. <laughs> and they—they're more than just coworkers because they've done this for so long. I wouldn't say coworkers at this point. Yeah. I, I, I truly think that they feel like they're brothers yeah, and family. I think it's more family. Yeah, and you know, sometimes you know, you need some time apart from the people that you love the most, um, so things won't get crazy and things won't get out of hand, and you won't like start to not like somebody. Yeah. So I, I think that to your point, Jody, um, that it was, they need a little bit of time off. Yeah. And so that made them appreciate each other that much more. When well, they came back together. Especially with the conditions that we were all put in during yes. that time. I think it changed everybody for sure. And it, I, what we see from them, it's obvious that it changed them a little bit. I yeah. Mean, even that we've gone on and on about the Rolling Stone interview, but that Rolling Stone interview and the, what was it, the Allison, interview Jackson. that she did yeah. with the deep dream yeah. stage yes good gosh you couldn't ask for a better more cohesive set of people who actually love each other you know yeah so yeah I, so that was I, what we were watching behind the scenes up uh, before the yeah. interview was happening yeah. while they were waiting to go like talk on that is what we were watching oh can we still see that it might go to her instagram page and there may be a video on there allison's page allison's page yeah so it, it was when they were getting together for that yeah, and Stephanie, it kind of reminded me a little bit when we got to go backstage at the AT&T Center um, with Sheik, mm-hmm. when we got to say hi to Niall, and even when we got to go do his Q&A and then got to go dance. Oh, it's yeah. like, there's this whole little, like, village or little world behind the scenes that we don't get to glimpse very often, and it's just a little fun when we can. Um, I don't know if Duran's ever going to open that opportunity up again like some other <laughs> some other bands do. Like, right. New Kids on the Block has people sitting on the stage, yeah. but it's like $1,000 to sit on the stage. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'd pay $1,000 to sit on They're not going to do that. I'm just, nope. you know, I'm just <laughs> nope. saying. <laughs> nope, nope. We got to do it from a different band, but it was, you know, it's similar mechanics, so it was fun mm-hmm. to kind of see the inner, inner workings of a place like that yeah. and kind of what goes on yeah. backstage. Yeah, I like the backstage stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Some of my favorite stuff. Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a while. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and you can even find us if you ask Alexa. Make sure to also follow our Instagram page too. See you again real soon.